0: What's up? This is the Shaman of Sexy, John Morrison. You're listening to Marking Out. This is Marking Out. Pro wrestling talk for pro wrestling fans. We marking out, y'all. Follow on Twitter. Pro wrestling talk for pro wrestling fans. We marking out, y'all. Marking Out. Pro wrestling talk for pro wrestling fans. We marking out, y'all. Riding like this. Pro wrestling talk for pro wrestling fans. We marking out, y'all. We marking out. Wrestling talk by pro wrestling fans.
1: Welcome to Marking Out Pro Wrestling Talk by pro wrestling fans. This is episode 461. Thank you so much for your support and listening. You could check out MarkingOut.com, Pro Wrestling Tees, Facebook, Twitter, Google Play, and all of that fun stuff. I am one of your hosts, Dave the Rave, and I am alongside here with Brandon. And unfortunately, this week, chris cannot be with us uh but follow everyone at b t t g one six one at dave the rave underscore m o and at chris Weinduck, and of course at market out hey brandon how are you i'm
0: doing awesome as always how are you doing
1: i'm doing pretty dandy. pretty dandy so how about uh this week you know yeah I know that this past week we had a uh a good old friend's giving. And uh, you you weren't able to attend.
0: I was not able to attend, but you 100% attended.
1: Yeah. Uh, we all met up
0: at good old
1: Chris's place of living. And it was fun. It was really great. We got to eat some good old food, chow down, and we set up the Christmas tree with the kids. And it was really nice. It was cool. I don't know if I've ever done. I think this may have been my first friendsgiving, and potentially the first time I ever uh, set up a Christmas tree
0: yeah I'm like when you said that, I was like, oh man, I don't know if I've ever set up a Christmas tree either <laughs> yeah i don't I think that this may have been the first time, so it was pretty cool like've you know? I've been places with Christmas trees, but I don't think I've ever set one up
1: exactly I've, I don't know if whenever the potential of me setting one up I don't know if it was already preset.
0: Yeah, I don't, I literally can't think like maybe I was there to hang a, uh, an ornament, but I don't know. It doesn't
1: really stick out, but it was a lot of fun. Uh, so grateful to be with such amazing people and surrounded by such, uh, so much love, you know,
0: you know, it's, um, Yeah, I was going to say, I mean, it triggered me to think about this because of the Christmas tree and yeah, because mm-hmm. malls have christmas trees. You know it's crazy that I, Steiner Sports all of them closed.
1: Yeah, I it's it's wild, but their their prices are always outstanding.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: I mean, I feel like everybody's starting to got got to that point where they realize how outstanding the Steiner prices were and realize that they could probably just buy it for a lesser price on the on
0: online. I uh, don't know about that. I don't know. I don't know. But like, I mean, a few years ago, more than a few years ago, probably like um, 10-ish, 10-plus years. Like the other day, 10-plus years ago, I went and met Henrik Lundqvist there. Mm -hmm. So that was cool. That's crazy
1: that Henrik has been playing for over 10 years now. Yeah. Time to uh, send him to a Stanley Cup team.
0: And then I think like two years ago, Somewhat around this time I met Lawrence Taylor. That's cool. Got that Bam Bam Bigelow thing signed.
1: I don't know if I ever met uh anyone uh Steiner signing. I don't I, think so. I, I mean I've always walked into the store to check it out because right. it, they had cool stuff, but I don't yeah. think I ever went for a signing.
0: I think those are might be the only two for me. I've never I never went there for uh wrestling signing. I know Chris did. Chris I believe went and met uh Brian Danielson or Daniel Bryan. Yeah, with Capozzi. Um, yeah, but, but I, I definitely I don't think I went any other signings than I don't think so. And yeah, because all the definitely... all the mall signings that that we went to in general for wrestlers were Massapequa.
1: Yeah, that was pretty much it. But I mean...
0: uh, yeah, so you went to Friendsgiving. I stayed home. Uh, I, I watched Starcade. Yeah, the ever I so disappointing Starcade. I don't even Georgia. Know,
1: I don't even know the results to Starcade. I don't even know what the matches were going into it, and I really don't care about so Starcade. They had it's a glor, glorified live event.
0: They had three matches uh, advertised. Uh, no, 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 they had were there three matches or two? One, two. Hmm. Fuck up my shoe. Oh, okay. So there were two matches and a segment that were advertised for for Starcade. Okay. Everything else was a live event. So they, mm-hmm. had, they had two matches before they started. And then five matches after it went off the air. So it was only like an hour and 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. But it was just like a complete waste. It started out with Ric Flair being on uh, the Kevin Owens show Mm -hmm. doing Ric Flair gimmicks and everything. Yeah. Which led to the OC coming out to trash talk, Ric Flair and Kevin Owens. Then led to the street profits coming out, led to street profits defeating the OC. Mm -hmm. Uh, Then we had the Kabuki warriors defending the women's, the tag team women's championship in a fatal four-way match where they picked up the victory over Becky Lynch and and flair Boston hug and bliss and cross Mm -hmm. that match was decent. Um, but I, I don't know what they were thinking, putting that on before the next one, which was supposed to be a last man standing match between Bobby Lashley and Rusev.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And they did the whole gimmick like, "Oh, Rusev can't be here because of the restraining order, blah 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 blah." So raise my hand in victory. So Bobby Lashley raised, got his hand raised in victory, and then came Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens came out, and uh, and they they had a match where he won via disqualification. Uh, Lashley won via disqualification because uh, Rusev. Yeah. Okay. So and then I was like, "How do you put this on before? I mean, after the Kabuki Warriors? It's
1: you know, it, it's all hodgepodge. I don't, yeah, I pay no attention to these events because I feel like they don't matter.
0: And then it, yeah, but like the the main event, like of the the, the actual main event of this uh, of this card was the Fiend in a steel cage defeating Braun Strowman." That's and it's like well I don't I, what's your so thought random. process here yeah
1: it's like I said it's a glorified house show Live just event. like how in in Mexico they had Live defeat, event though yeah they had the fiend defeat Rey Mysterio in a cage match yeah no makes no sense random so that's the thing it's the same thought process
0: and it's funny because going into Starrcade I I don't know why I thought it but I thought the the women's match was a ladder match. But that it just turned out to not be a ladder match,
1: huh? Were yeah. Well, this all led into good old
0: Monday Night Raw. Monday Night Nitro, which Seth Rollins kicks it off to apologize to the locker room. You buying it? Ah, uh, well, I don't know, but he specifically calls out Kevin Owens, and instead. AOP came out. Well, no, actually not in the state. Kevin Owens o- was there. Yeah, Kevin Owens <laughs> but, show up. But AOP came out and challenged both of them to a fight, and Kevin Owens... I, like, I, I
1: was like thinking, I'm like, wait, did I miss it? Did he come
0: out of the crowd?
1: No, that doesn't <laughs> yeah. make sense.
0: No, he, he was in the ring. <laughs> yeah, he went fully into the ring. But he's like, no, get it over with. Just attack me. I know how this is going to go, Seth. And Seth was like, I'm tired of this. I'm, I'm not... I'm, not, I'm I'm leaving whatever. So yeah, he well,
1: he ends I up I mean Seth, yeah, Seth Rollins even said like, "Hey, let's let's team up right now and take on AOP. We can like let's do it." And like you said, KO was just like, "No, I 3 on 1. Not going to happen."
0: Yeah. And then uh Kevin Owens issued an open challenge only to have Leslie answer it, which pissed me off because we just saw it the night before on Starcade. So here I'm thinking like, "Oh, clearly Rusev is going to come out and interrupt the match just like he did last night. It's of a carbon copy. But Kevin Owens picks up the victory here via disqualification because Authors of Pain came out, beat him the hell up, dragged him off the set. Then Rusev came out and attacked Lashley. And he ran off into the crowd. And then uh, the the security guards that were out there with them um, well, well there were officers or officers were out there with with, <laughs> with Lana and Lashley and uh, they were like why did you do anything why did you arrest him and the one guy goes well I'm a WWE fan <laughs> <laughs> I was like what that's
1: not how we do it in Tennessee
0: and uh, Lashley accidentally bumps uh, one of the, the officers and he gets arrested and Lana yeah. stupidly slaps the cop I don't know if that was so much accidental. I mean, well, I, whatever. But
1: you know, but yeah, Lana got physically uh, involved in this and led to her being arrested. And then later on, it shows that they were put getting put into the cop car and driven off. Yeah. Um. Funny segment, but it, it kind of fell dead to
0: the side to me. I I still have absolutely like I don't know. I'm definitely in the the category of not liking this at yeah. all. But there are 2 million more people saying, yes, we like this. So I don't, know, I don't just, understand I, why. I, I really have no idea either. Am I missing
1: so, – like what are we missing that so many people on YouTube and whatever are being
0: – or connecting with? I have – I don't know. And I think they might be doing the divorce of Rusev and Lana on Raw. If I'm well, not if I'm not mistaken, I think that might be an advertised segment. Aye
1: aye. Well, <laughs> next up you had Drew McIntyre picking up the victory over Akira Tozawa. Um, I actually really like this match. I like the start of it where McIntyre was pretty much giving him an option to leave and got on his knees only to get attacked. But the Alabama slam and then the McIntyre's finisher to Akira, I love it when the wrestler sells. Any move and does like a flip, just overly sells it with that backflip. And it looked awesome.
0: I don't know if it would have had a different crowd reaction in a different city. Um, Why? But, well, the the crowd was kind of dead for most of the show. Mm-hmm. But I think they both killed it in this match. And the crowd was just like not giving them anything. Yeah. But yeah, I like the, the whole short thing with that McIntyre did. And uh, McIntyre cut a promo afterwards about how people complain on social media to get their way and stuff, but not him. Then he called Randy Orton out. They replayed the, the Chop for Chop video from last week. Orton comes out and almost left right away until McIntyre yells at him. Which, this, I mean, there's no like real build behind it, but it would be a pretty good... Uh, Like a WrestleMania-esque match.
1: Yeah, but hopefully it ends with Drew McIntyre going over. Um, But but, the, the
0: OC came out. They spoke about Randy Orton being the reason why AJ Styles lost the U.S. championship. McIntyre left Orton alone against the three of them.
1: Yeah, he was just like, OC, not my problem. Piece. They but... jump
0: him, Ricochet runs down, he gets jumped. Uh then Umberto Creo ran down, he gets jumped, and Rey Mysterio of all people makes a save. And then backstage yeah. um Mysterio Creo, and Ricochet were all like checking out Orton. He goes, I didn't need your help. Yeah, which is weird
1: because so like Randy Orton has been helping Rey Mysterio and, like, I've... and- Believe he's been helping Ricochet too. So yeah, I've been helping Ricochet, but now Orton doesn't need help. It's it's a weird storyline. I don't think that a, any storyline where you try to portray Randy Orton as the good guy is a bad storyline. <laughs> like I I not I don't necessarily agree with that. I I think that he's a, he's a heel. He's a better heel. He is no matter what. I feel like he is viewed as a heel. That's yeah, just that's uh, just Red Jordan. Well, but, I
0: think that's. I don't think
1: he always has to be a heel, though. I mean, the guy wants to be. He's. I mean, he stated in many interviews he's he loves being a heel. He hates being a face.
0: I just wish he went to you know? NXT. NXT yeah, well, I know.
1: Well, uh, talking about someone from NXT, Aleister Black picked up the victory
0: over the premier athlete Tony Nese. Which I'm very happy that this wasn't just like a, a squash match. Yeah, Tony Nese getting that offense. It, I, to me, this was a lot like Akira Tozawa and Drew McIntyre.
1: Right, like, like
0: you knew the smaller guy wasn't winning, but they still put on a really good match.
1: Yeah, I appreciate a good match like that. I mean, someone like Eric Rowan, okay, it's not going to go well with, but Aleister Black, okay,
0: let's do it up. Yeah. Next, yeah, and then uh, and then Buddy Murphy was interviewed backstage about Aleister Black and said that uh, Aleister takes himself way too seriously and he needs to calm down. Oh, and he's going to be the one that makes him calm down if if Aleister Black doesn't calm down. Oh, what is he going to inject him with a lethal dose of Taylor Swift? Oh, that will calm down anyone. Or add that into Kenny G. Which have you seen her? Uh, probably. I know the answer is no. You haven't seen or heard her new Christmas song, right? Oh, you know the answer, brother, brother. Called Christmas Tree Farm. Oh, you definitely know the answer to that one. The video is adorable, though. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna
1: bypass that. It's just arc. it's
0: just uh, home movies of her as a kid on her uh, on the farm she grew up on. Yeah, gonna
1: bypass
0: in Pennsylvania. No, he not li- you really. like snow though. Like,
1: yeah, yeah, snow is good.
0: Up snow next, is... we had Almas uh, Andrade taking on and defeating Eric Young. Um, I- I'd say Eric Young controlled most of the match here.
1: How long until Ey gets released?
0: I don't know, and it's weird. I don't know. I don't know how he got to being where he got.
1: You you know it was the once sanity broke up, that was it. Like EY was great with sanity, but unfortunately, like when he was on TV versus Andrade, I'm like watching. I'm like, what? Like it sounds awful, but why is he here? We all know that he has potential. We all know that he's good, but why is he here? And what yeah, like
0: like he like he did control most of the match. You would agree with that, right? Yeah, definitely, but to, definitely. But to me, again, there was like there was no way he was winning, and they they announced that it was his hometown.
1: Yeah, so I'm I mean, assuming
0: he lives there now. But
1: yeah, I, I just don't know what could possibly be done with Ey, and I don't feel like he connects with the crowd as much as he did with Sanity.
0: But, well, it's weird though because they rebuilt Nikki Cross first. Yeah. Then they rebuilt. Um, Dane. Well, did Dane get rebuilt
1: first or did Alexander Wolf? I think Dane. And then Wolf came in his rebuild was when Walter with Imperium, yeah.
0: Yeah. But yeah, look at Killian Dane's on NXT TV weekly. Yeah. I not that it I don't know, maybe we need a uh Honestly, you know, I wouldn't mind see it sucks because Robert Roode is with Ziggler. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't mind seeing, like, some sort of Team Canada reunion in WWE. We haven't had a team play up
1: the entire nationalism aspect in a very long time, I don't think. Outside of, like, the events in Saudi Arabia. We haven't had a team say, like, we are from this country and everybody else.
0: Uh, well, I mean, will- with the except of the Singh brothers, but they don't do that as much though but
1: they're, it's not really it's just them playing up as yeah but it's not in the same manner as let's say uh, Team Canada was you know where Canada's the best and everybody else is awful
0: or maybe we need to see the debut of Super Eric in, uh, in WWE I don't would, know would it go over? I have no idea I, I don't think that's so. like I don't know. It, it's weird that like he's in I, that in that position, but I I mean if if there
1: were releases that did happen in the upcoming future, if EY was included in that, I would understand, and it wouldn't
0: it wouldn't surprise me. But I can't see them releasing anybody, especially somebody with all the the years of experience he has. Because yeah, I can't AEW. I mean, yeah but uh but later next, on in this segment yeah. uh our truth ran down to hide from everybody running after the 24-7 championship uh and hid by kyle bush and michael waltrip who are uh, race car drivers and yeah. after everybody ran away waltrip kyle,
1: kyle bush actually won this season oh did he he's number one yeah. Yeah, yeah, he won this season.
0: Uh but after everybody ran away, Waltrip uh unzips his jacket to reveal a WWE referee shirt, and Kyle Bush rolls up R Truth to win the twenty four seven championship.
1: I thought that this was a funny segment. I automatically my sister is a NASCAR fan, her and her boyfriend. What? So yeah, they're big NASCAR fans. The so star. Yeah, so I took a picture of it and I texted it over to them, and it was a funny thing because I'm like thinking I'm like I would never send my sister and her boyfriend an image of WWE outside of like if it was funny or something like that, but or like there's nothing that connects me with them through wrestling, but this did was a connection, and I'm thinking I'm like I wonder how many people do that when other people uh, win that 24/7 championship that. Maybe I don't connect with, but there's many other people out there that do connect with certain other aspects.
0: So it's kind of cool that. Well, that's what that's what I've always said, even regards to uh, people on the roster. Mm-hmm. Like when I, you know, off the top of my head, an example is us with Rider. Yeah. Versus maybe in another city, people with Mojo. Yeah, I guess. You I mean, you never know. But later on, our <laughs> truth won the uh, the title back anyway. So our truth is champion again yeah up next uh, very bizarre you had Seth Rollins being interviewed before leaving Monday Night Raw like he was he was stopped to be asked about why he didn't help Kevin Owens against authors of pain and he didn't have an answer but he was leaving he's supposed to be the locker room leader
1: and yeah he's on his way out
0: does that make sense? Why is Seth Rollins leaving Monday Night Raw before everybody else? I, he's the, he's the leader of the locker room, and he's like, ah, I'm I'm good to go. I'm gonna I'm gonna go to the hotel or whatever.
1: I think uh, this is going to lead to maybe Kevin Owens becoming the face of the locker room.
0: I don't know, but you know, uh, I
1: I think I mean, of course, it's storyline wise, and I think it's going to play a factor where potentially Kevin Owens brings up next week how he's supposed to be the leader of the locker room, yet he's leaving early. And then he's going to say, I should be a leader of the locker room and stuff like that, which may get
0: some more support. But, well, we'll see. Uh, up next though, we saw Eric Rowan backstage with his uh, cage gimmick again. Um, and the, it, it cut off in the middle of a sentence. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what the hell? He wasn't done saying what he was saying. And then they just cut <laughs> off. And then when they came back, it was uh, Eric Rowan versus No Way Jose. And Eric Rowan picked up the victory there. But all the Rosebuds tried to look what's under, to see what's under the the, the sack or whatever, to see what's in the cage. Bad idea. And, yeah, Rowan attacked them. and uh, And then afterwards, he was interviewed about what was in the cage. And he refused to answer.
1: Yeah, I mean...
0: I don't even know what it could be. Yeah, I don't know what... Imagine uh, if it's
1: the other, that new character from the Firefly Funhouse.
0: No, because that was already revealed, I think, to be Daniel Bryan. But no, Oh, they I don't didn't know. go through the female figure? Well, the, we never knew what was... It was always just like a rumor that it was going to be Liv Morgan, but that... Well, she can't fit in there. Well, obviously, I think Luke Harper was in there, and he can't fit in there. Yeah. That maybe cage, maybe that it's the that uh, uh, urn. Is just way too small. Maybe it's Undertaker's urn and Kane's mask. Who knows? Maybe it's,
1: maybe it's Kalisto. Yeah.
0: Up next, we have the Kabuki <laughs> Warriors defeat
1: Charlotte Flair. I would definitely be entertained. Or maybe it's a mini Luke Harper action figure. Right, yeah. You never All know. i set
0: up for a new Luke Harper action figure to come out.
1: Hey, promotion brother.
0: But uh, the Kabuki Warriors defeated Charlotte. Before the match, they attacked her. Um, <laughs> I I love the Kabuki uh, Warriors. Yeah, I thought for sure Flair was going to win this, I was like so pissed off watching this. Like, oh, she's <laughs> going to win it, and I know she's going to win it. I gotta say, um, who who is it? Not, um,
1: Sane. I I always forget Kyrie Sane's name. Um, but Kyrie Sane, her mannerisms have improved so much. So she can't speak to – she can't really do promos. Um So what she's been doing is a lot of facial reactions. I know I spoke about it recently on the podcast about someone else. But she, her mannerisms are starting to speak for her. And you can see by her laughing, her smiles, her – just everything that she's doing with her face is speaking more than her words. And I'm loving
0: it. I liked when – uh Flair went up to the top rope for her moonsault. Both of them, she was going to hit it on both of them, and they both got their knees up. I don't know if I've ever seen that before. Yeah, I like, like that double knee. And then uh Kyrie sane hits the insane elbow on Flair while she had the figure eight locked in. I I, I like that.
1: Yeah, definitely. It, it looked a little bit stalled, but I think it was a good spot.
0: I don't think it looked stalled. No. Maybe it was
1: just the way that the camera was positioned. I don't know.
0: What are your uh, your thoughts on Flair using the Lion Tamer?
1: Um, I don't know. I, I'm not a fan of Flair using anything, but <laughs> it doesn't make a difference to me. I'm fine with her using the Lion Tamer. Um, yeah, makes no difference to me. Nobody's well, gonna nobody's gonna say, "Hey, that's
0: AEW." Oh, I'm not talking about like AEW wise. I'm just like,
1: oh yeah, yeah. I don't. No, I don't think it's a. That's just a move.
0: Well, up next you had the Viking Raiders doing just a move to uh, Smart Mark Sterling. Yeah, and Mitchell, Mitchell Lyons. Lyons. Uh, um, which was it was a standard enhancement talent match where both of the Viking Raiders at different points in the match yelled, "Are you watching?"
1: Yeah. Who so are they I don't. Speaking yeah, to?
0: I don't know who they're talking about or who they're talking to, but. Who's the tag team champions? Tag team champions. They are.
1: They are. Yeah. They are the tag team <laughs> champions. <laughs> okay, so who are they yelling at? If they are, that somebody should be yelling at them. But I just hope that this builds up into Viking Raiders versus OC for the championship because that's a feud that I think would actually be so much fun to watch. Ed, uh, for the championship, and it's something that we haven't had.
0: Oh, we yeah, had it'd be big in Japan.
1: Yeah, we had near moments of it. Uh, but then before that happened, the OC lost the championships. So it's
0: cool to see Mark Sterling here. Not, to, yeah. uh, not typically a place you'd see a New Yorker.
1: Yeah, that's since they hard. were in
0: Nashville, but he was, I guess, down there with uh, the the majors. Yeah. Next up, there.
1: main event time. OC picking up the victory over the U.S. champion Rey Mysterio, Ricochet, and Humberto Carrillo. Um, I thought this was a fun match. I, I love the ending. The top rope-styles clash. Well, I mean, not really top rope from the middle rope, but... Middle rope. I but always I always hate still... when
0: they call something the
1: top rope when it's clearly done on the middle rope. I know. Do you still cringe when you see that move, or no? No,
0: nah, I don't think I ever cringe. did I?
1: I? I'm not that you still, but I always cringe when somebody does that, because all I do is, like, flashback to all the times that people tuck their heads. yeah i'm like oh god please don't tuck your head
0: (laughs) but uh they they all all six of them worked really well together yeah i thought this was was a really good match Mm -hmm. and uh before the match even they the oc cut a promo on randy orton which then led to the end of this segment where randy orton snuck up behind aj styles and uh hit him with that rko yeah
1: very good stuff.
0: Uh, next week we're going to be seeing Randy Orton, not Randy Orton, Rey Mysterio versus um, versus AJ Styles, I believe, for a rematch.
1: All right, let's see what happens. I'm sure Randy Orton is going to get involved. Maybe Randy Orton hits Rey Mysterio with an RKO to lead for a triple threat.
0: Uh, or I don't know. I, that pay per view is bull. I it's, it's so stupid.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm I don't know where.
0: They they did a terrible job at building TLC up this week, and it's literally next week already. So good job, guys. That's awful. Uh, Moving over to SmackDown. Miz opens it up, uh, saying that they were supposed to have Miz TV, but Daniel Bryan has completely disappeared. Where? And and he vowed to find out what happened to him. He gets cut off by the Firefly Funhouse. Bray Wyatt challenges Miz to play with him at TLC. But why? Why does Miz care?
1: Uh, you see, about that's where Daniel the thing. Bryan I guess
0: they've they've been. I mean, since Daniel Bryan got to the main roster, he's been connected with Miz.
1: But but there's no, but there's been no um, mention
0: of that. Yes, yes, there's been heavy mentions of that.
1: Has there? I a, haven't heard. A hundred
0: percent. Yes, a lot of mentioning of that. But
1: there's no. Um... I guess like with the mentionings, I want an emotional connection there. Oh well, this was this I would say was it. You know.
0: Well, the, not Miz, really being it, his,
1: but... the Miz being his uh superstar or whatever. Yeah, mentor. yeah, yeah they, his mentor. But yeah, they've mentioned that. I think that I want to see
0: more concern from the Miz though. Well, Ramblin' Rabbit warned Miz to run. Which was funny. And then he brought up family again thanks he, and, to he, he, the and he's like i, I used to wyatt. bray's like i used to have family and they flashed it quickly on the screen and they flashed the, the, like the wyatt family that being eric rowe and luke harper and they had daniel bryan in there and then um bray wyatt held up a picture of mrs family and Miz ran back back to find the fiend or whatever. And later on, the Miz was walking backstage, kicks his way into a room with the red lights on, and it was a picture of Bray Wyatt where Miz was in his family photo. And then from behind, Bray Wyatt goes say hey, cheese, and hits him with Sister Abigail. And I don't think we—it's well, been months since we've seen Bray Wyatt hit a move.
1: Yes, I was actually surprised that it wasn't the fiend. We haven't—we haven't seen bray wyatt attacks someone in a long time and we've certainly
0: not seen firefly funhouse version of bray wyatt attack anybody right i don't know
1: no that yeah that that's what i mean we haven't seen bray wyatt do anything physical with someone it's always been the fiend bray wyatt's just been the personality on the funhouse
0: i'm really happy that at tlc it's they're advertising bray wyatt versus miz
1: yeah i'm I like that The Fiend isn't involved in this because we've mentioned it a long time ago about two different personalities being used. And I think that it would be cool to interrupt. This could also be a way to move away from the red light during all the matches.
0: Well, well, no, I that's not a way it it could to move. I don't think there, I that makes so. no I, sense to me. Well, I, I hope
1: so. because We're not going to have
0: red lights during Bray Wyatt's match, I assume. Ex- but during exactly. The Fiend's matches, I don't see why we wouldn't.
1: Well, I think it's because... I want to see a few championship matches or at least a Bray Wyatt in a few matches without or slash the fiend without that red light. And a lot, it's been under a lot of criticism, even from its own talent. Seth Rollins spoke up about it recently on. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: That's true. Yeah. Um, Corey Graves has been outspoken about it. So because yeah, of that, Rollins, Rollins said he didn't even know that the lights were going to be out like that the whole time. And it was yeah. difficult to to see in there.
1: Exactly. And so I
0: Paige goes. I think Paige said that it was difficult for her to even watch it on TV.
1: Yeah, which is weird that so many WWE personalities are outspoken about
0: it. So I'm I tweeted. I was like, so they're basically saying everything we're saying. Like, hello, why is WWE doing this if the talent and the fans are saying the same thing? Exactly. So
1: I would be interested if maybe this is a way to also have Bray Wyatt in a match without the involvement of the light.
0: It could be. Yeah, that very well you, could be yeah like but I, know I, I i know mean, you
1: didn't understand it at first but do you get what i'm saying
0: yeah but i it's still i don't i don't think that's a thought process of theirs it could be a small one
1: a small one but i'm sure that there's the larger scheme is of course storyline i think it's
0: more so we have not seen bray wyatt yet wrestle like this
1: yeah i wonder if nah it would be cool if like no nah, it's not gonna happen i say nah. it.
0: Nah,
1: I, I was trying to think nah, like if he would have different moveset set or something, it would be interesting if he had a different move set as as the fiend. Well, we but already
0: saw that. Well, the fiends.
1: Well, I don't want to see him do the mandible claw kind of.
0: Right. Yeah. I don't. I definitely don't want to see that. Yeah. But it's like, who's to say? You know, I'm sure we're gonna see some sort of broken Daniel at at TLC, right? Well, that makes yeah. sense, I guess.
1: And Bray Wyatt, I think we're going to see a totally different person. We're going to see obviously a different personality. Like, is he just going to so come
0: I, out wrestling the the sweater and the the flax,
1: or what's the? That's, I hope he's wrestling in the sweater and stuff. But he's also, I think it's safe to say, he's not going to be that uh, continuous um, slasher movie persona where he gets attacked and keeps on progressing forward like the fiend, you know.
0: No, but I could could see them doing some sort of, like, mental, like, breakdown thing where he's just sitting there, like, laughing as he gets beat.
1: Hmm. That would be interesting. That's an interesting thought process. That'd be cool.
0: Next up, though, Alexa Bliss picked up the victory over Mandy. I uh, actually enjoyed this match. It was, like, a fun, more so to me, like, a live event match than a, a TV match. Mm-hmm. You had Mandy rip off Alexa Bliss's eyelash, which I don't think I've ever seen that before. No, that's horrific right there. That's, that's I mean, not horrific, but... A...
1: no. And, that's... and then and
0: commentary is like, oh, my God, that's so embarrassing, Bob. It's like, <laughs> how is that embarrassing when, like, all the women wear fake eyelashes? That doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. But uh, Sonya tried to get involved. Nikki Cross takes her out. It was a good back-and-forth match. Like, even at one point... Uh, uh, Alexa Bliss is like, I forget what she was doing specifically to Mandy Rose, like mushing her face or whatever. And Mandy's like, "Don't touch my face!" And Alexa Bliss is like, "My bad."
1: <laughs> <laughs> I I really do love Mandy and Sonya. I I'm I am a big fan of theirs. So I really hope that this continues. Maybe next week we'll see Alexa Bliss versus Sonya uh, Deville. It's funny Um, on
0: Total Divas. or Probably
1: more Nikki versus Sonya, but I feel like that just happened.
0: On Total Divas, there's like a whole thing where Natty refuses to compliment Sonya and Sonya got pissed about it. Where where every time she's with Natty. Of course Natty's involved in that. Every time she's with Natty and Natty's talking about like the future of the division, she goes, I could see people like live or – Mandy Rose being a good women's champion and like she never mentioned Sonya Deville and it's it's so funny
1: it's the only way that Natty could be uh, maintain her presence on the show is to create drama she's it's
0: she's not like meaning to create drama or anything she's just like they're they're painting it as like she's just giving a broad name of of women
1: yeah I mean obviously it's scripted that way a broad spectrum of women
0: yeah, yeah,
1: a hundred percent. Obviously it's it's scripted that way and stuff for her to be the dramatic one, but yeah.
0: Um, uh this yeah. was uh this was Jessica Carr's first match on SmackDown, by the way. Oh oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Her big uh move up to SmackDown. And uh this was Alexa Bliss's first match back from being out. Yeah. It's oh, uh yeah, so it's cool. Somebody oh, I went to uh high school, but I didn't know them really in high school. I knew their sister. Mm-hmm. And uh, I knew the friend that she was with at Disney World ran into Alexa Bliss. Did they apologize? No, she didn't. She, big She hill just, turn, she got, just, got kicked out of the park. She just
1: ran into her, didn't apologize, and got kicked out?
0: The security came over and said, I'm a WWE fan. Jeez. But uh, it, it's awful.
1: weird because I see, I see the picture. Did she knock her down
0: when she ran into her? Come on. I see the picture of Alexa Bliss on on uh, uh tower of terror it's like weird to see it's weird to see that i don't know no
1: well next up backstage you had dana Brooke hanging out with drake maverick drake maverick just i don't understand what drake maverick yeah here. i
0: don't he, yeah he brings up the whole batista situation with dana Brooke, which is now it's, a thing yeah this is weird that and how he felt rejected it, it's just it's just weird that batista and
1: dana Brooke so this started as a, inter- a Twitter uh, fling
0: back and forth kind of a deal? Yeah, well, because Batista, he goes, well, I'm single again. And Dana Brooke hits him up, and they went back and forth. It went, it made its way on to WWE The Bump. I believe it was The Bump. Or uh, was it know. backstage?
1: No, it was I WWE, don't know what the bump, the
0: bump is. It's their Wednesday morning live stream that they do.
1: Um, and, yeah, it's just which weird. Is a really I mean,
0: fun show. But this was, even a, this was even a thing that
1: WWE, the video game, uh, has capitalized on because they said recently on Twitter, I, I saw it when I was scrolling through, it was like, they, they need who to have... is your favorite duo, your intergender duo to play with? And in the image, it was Batista with Dana Brooke. Yeah, they need to focus
0: on fixing the, the game. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, so, yeah, Maverick oh, is oh, like, what, what does Batista have that I don't have? And Elias. Yeah, Elias interrupts, plays a song which I thought was hilarious that in the back, everyone, like, all the suits were sitting there clapping along to the song. <laughs> I thought that was so funny. But is Drake Maverick not married? Like, what's going on? I don't know. How He's married. You, like, how, how could you expect us to believe that on TV he would openly try to flirt with a woman? Like, it just doesn't make sense. Well, and then why? And is like, there what's nothing a- better with Elias? Like... Maybe. I'd say I'd say at one point he was one of the like top five at least over most over in WWE. I don't
1: I don't know. Maybe maybe there is trouble at home with Maverick and his wife, and hopefully they'll explain that next week. Maybe like uh he's embarrassed over it. Well, and the whole thing I him. guess
0: is still that he hasn't consummated his marriage, so I, I don't know. I thought that they did. No. I thought that they finally I, I don't did. I don't
1: think they ever did i don't know it. and then and then we find out that Venus slid in there and uh yeah marriage
0: but, but uh drake maverick then they cut to commercial commercial break is over he's calling out elias to the ring for a fight not smart which elias came out with Dana Brooke. he gets in the ring they did the whole comedy spot where he holds the head back and maverick swings wildly Good. Good old space spaceballs. Uh, then they did like the thing. Like Maverick continued to try to fight. He went to throw a punch, and Elias just like does the Looney Tune, like step out of the way, and Maverick he falls,
1: tumbles, and then he he goes, he gets to the outside of the ring, and Dana Brooke tosses him back into the ring.
0: Yeah, and then yeah. Elias hits him with drift away, and Dana Brooke gets in the ring, covers him with one foot for a pin.
1: Yeah, very embarrassing. But we'll see what happens. The revival picked up the victory over Mustafa Ali, Shorty G. Heavy Machinery and Lucha House Party in a Fatal 4-Way Tag Team Elimination Match to earn a shot at the SmackDown Tag Team Championship opportunity
0: at WWE TLC. New Day was on commentary for this, and I thought it was absolutely hilarious when they came out. Kofi was like tossing, I'm pretty sure he was tossing them into the crowd, but at one point he just literally hits Corey Graves in the face with a pancake. <laughs> and Corey's like, I was going to say nice things about your podcast, now you can forget about it. That's funny. Uh but yeah, I, this was I I liked this match. They had a really good sequence at, like towards the beginning of it between uh Grand Metalik and Mustafa Ali. Yeah. Which and then like, they uh, tagged out and it went into another good sequence with Tucker and Lindsay Dorado.
1: Yeah, and then later on in the match, uh who's the other guy from Heavy Machinery? Otis. Yeah, Otis. He I think that he he had a spotlight on him too at the end of the match, but Revival were able to walk away with the victory.
0: Yeah, it was a fun match. I liked uh, I liked Tucker using Lince Dorado as a uh, battering ram.
1: Yeah, and it's really cool because if you look at all four tag teams, every one of them is totally different.
0: Yeah, like, in which to me, like honestly, I wish like it, this match was so good that I I honestly wish that it was all five teams on the in the TL, like in an actual TLC yeah. match.
1: Even if you add New Day in there, each all five teams have a different wrestling style
0: like revival cut the promo though afterwards saying that there's like no more pancakes no more gimmicks blah 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 like we're just gonna have a an old-fashioned tag team an old school tag team match so i guess maybe that's why this isn't any sort of tlc yeah match but yeah you're right every single team has a different style yeah you have powerhouse lucha lucha libre
1: powerhouse uh straight old school Tech, but they, uh, technical
0: but they could all mesh they could all do moves like that i a, believe a,
1: i i totally agree with you and if they cannot uh perform on that sort of level they know how to sell for that sort of a level
0: because how many of these people were collegiate
1: athletes that i'm not too sure
0: chad I, Gable, I know yes
1: gable tucker
0: tucker yes otis yes was otis a hundred percent, yeah. Remember, he's got the the record and everything. He looked like Brock Lesnar. I thought he was just bodybuilding. No, I'm pretty sure Otis was a, an actual champion I wrestler.
1: I don't think so. I think that he uh, was just a uh, a strong man. Mm. To be, we'll investigate.
0: We'll investigate. And then but, uh, was was Kofi Kingston also a collegiate wrestler? No, he wasn't. Uh huh. I don't know why I thought he was.
1: At least not on the college level, or like NCAA D one. I know Tucker was D one. Shorty, I believe was D one.
0: Then what? I I I don't know what. I don't know what sport he played then. Nah. Uh. Uh, Yeah. Oh, because he did the. Yeah, he did Greco Roman wrestling. He came in third in 2014 in the Pan American Championships.
1: But was he? But he wasn't a college wrestler
0: um i'm not sure how does that work if like where do you just how do you qualify to do uh, that if you weren't you can compete like
1: outside of school like he wrestled
0: collegiate level for augsburg college and colorado state university pueblo he won the national greco-roman wrestling he won the national title in greco-roman wrestling at the junior pan am games in 2011 so and, that's high school. And a Greco-Roman bronze at the 2014 Pan American Games. He was at one point considered a prospect for the U.S. Greco-Roman wrestling team uh, at the 2012 Summer Olympics. And think him and Shorty
1: training. G, think him and Shorty G will uh, see who's better on an airplane. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but let's go on to the next promo. Uh, Seamus appearing on the screen talking
0: about how uh, he has returned home. Yeah, it's weird because he's like, I'm ready. It was the same basic promos last week, but he's saying he's ready, but where is he? I –
1: okay. And it's kind of – it's way
0: too similar to me for – to like Aleister Black.
1: Yeah, but where is next for Sheamus? Sheamus – okay, let's say he appears next week or um, after TLC he appears. Where is he – who is he feuding with? We don't know, but – I don't even know where he would fit in.
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't. I, yeah, I don't know either. And all signs would point to uh, some sort of like, um, IC title. But he cut such a heel promo that I can't see him feuding with Nakamura.
1: That's the thing. It can't. I don't think it would be Nakamura. Uh, Sami Zayn is out. Like Finn Balor's gone. Everybody who I don't know who is missing in this picture that we're not thinking of. I don't yeah, know. I don't know. Uh, oh, what would be cool is if Sheamus ends up, it's not going to work because it's tag team wise, but like Sheamus with uh, Cassius Ono or something
0: like that. I That doesn't matter. Just I don't because get the, that
1: at all. with Ono and Cesaro, which hopefully we see the Kings of Wrestling yeah. at some point. But next up, Lacey Evans picked up the victory over Haley Jones. Typical Jones Johnson.
0: Typical yeah, enhancement talent match. But uh <laughs> Sasha Banks came out afterwards, told her to stay in the ring because she has something to say, and then they cut to commercial break, which is <laughs> so stupid. But uh when they came back, she spoke about last week how Lacey got like a lucky shot with the woman's right. Yeah. And she calls herself the leader of the locker room. The fans uh fans here were actually cheering lacey evans which is beyond me but she mentioned she was a former marine so how do you boo that yeah but she there's no way she's not going to be a heel
1: towards the fans
0: but she's literally getting all these cheers so i think I, they're turning her face
1: and but that's
0: what i hate because she is a heel like yeah i don't i one
1: of the things it's that the we, same
0: thing with charlotte though i don't how she's yeah, but, randomly a face now too Well, the
1: thing with Lacey, one of the things that you and I and Chris loved about her was even when she's outside of the ring and meeting fans, she's using her her handkerchief to have a barrier between her and the fans. Once you brace that into a face, that doesn't really fit a face.
0: Yeah, it's weird. Um, Also, it's like in the same regards to Flair, like she's – why – why is she all of a sudden a face?
1: I because Kabuki warriors are
0: so yeah. sort Which of skills? Corey Graves called it out actually, saying, "I'm like, this is not a knock against Flair. I like Flair, but why are they? Why are they doing this? Why is she having? Why is she doing in the tag team division? She doesn't look like she wants to be there. She doesn't." She doesn't have a partner, blah blah blah. Which Becky Lynch has been off TV since we saw her get one up on Shayna Baszler, and then they've done nothing with her. That's very true. Which that makes even less sense that they literally had Becky Lynch knock down Shayna Baszler only to put herself over and then be off TV for two weeks after that. Yeah. But Flair responded to Corey Graves and said, "That's because I am. I don't want to be in the tag team division. So what? Like what? What? The- so why are we feuding with?" kabuki warriors a tag yeah. team it's going to lead to you tagging which they've been advertising up and down the east coast i guess uh becky and charlotte versus kabuki warriors they have that a cage match at the garden i guess for the we'll title. so we'll i'm pretty see. sure tlc come tlc we're probably going to see some sort of ladder match between the two teams mm-hmm. um but Lacey went for the the woman's right here and uh sasha flinched fell over and then Lacey left the ring, and Bailey attacked Lacey Evans from behind, and then Sasha Banks joined in.
1: Good, good way to, solid way to end it. Yeah. Put Bailey and Banks on top.
0: Main event saw Roman Reigns defeat Dolph Ziggler. Um, it was a good match, but still, this Roman Reigns and Baron Corbin feud, to me, is so pointless. Okay, so to me, it's not pointless. I enjoy it,
1: but something's missing. But I don't know what. Like I, like, I like the feud of Reigns and Corbin because this has been spanning for a very long time. I mean, it, and it, one of the highlights was that Survivor Series – well, before Survivor Series when Corbin was trying to be that leader of the pack and then Reigns kind of – nobody's listening and then Reigns steps in there. So it's kind of like Corbin trying to show Reigns his
0: place in King's um, – I uh, still think this is something where CM Punk is going to watch and be like, this sucks.
1: Of course, I think so too. But on the other hand, this is very attitude error ish, where uh... we're seeing the dog food involvement uh, brings flashbacks to Big Boss Man and Al Snow.
0: But um, I mean, that wasn't dog food; that was actually a dog. Oh yeah, that's true. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so close. <laughs> I feel like we have had dog food involvement. Maybe British Bulldog. I don't know. There was something, but. Yeah, I, I thought, like you said, this was a good match. I like the end of it, where you saw Reigns looking... Well, before Reigns, you had um, Big Dog picking up the victory. Corbin's at- uh, carriers attack Roman Reigns, try to get the upper hand on them. Corbin gets in there, gets the upper hand. And then you had like kind of just a, a brawl against uh, Roman Reigns the but entire what's, time.
0: what's weird, though, and they didn't make mention of it afterwards, when... At one point, he's a t- he had – when Roman Reigns had the upper hand, somebody grabbed Roman Reigns' foot from under the ring and they pointed it out on commentary and then left it alone. I thought that that was okay
1: because I just assumed that – for me, I just assumed that it was one of his carriers. See, fans
0: were like it was Shane McMahon under there. Oh. I don't know why I he would fit into this picture since he was quote-unquote yeah, I... fired, but –
1: my mind automatically went to – oh, it was one of the carriers that was grabbing his foot. There, you know? Yeah. He, I, had, he had like six of them out there. So –
0: Yeah, so this is going to – yeah, they handcuffed – Ziggler handcuffed oh, Roman Reigns well, to the ring post. Before, they dumped the food.
1: Before, before that, I liked the spot where Reigns was going to go for the powerbomb spot. Yeah, the and table. Ziggler
0: hit that super
1: kick. The super kick w- looked cool because – the camera didn't show Ziggler there at the moment. And you saw the carriers. Oh, no, no, the referees. I'm pretty sure
0: they, they showed Ziggler right there.
1: No, no, no. He was off for the split second that it went. He was off to the side. And you saw Roman Reigns going for the power point, You saw the referees coming down. And I thought that for a moment the, carriers were go- uh, the referees were going to break it up. But it was the super kick. I didn't see the super kick part uh, coming. And I like that part. But this led into the dog food aspect and Corbin and Ziggler leaving all happy. I just I don't understand. Like, why did
0: Dean Ambrose run down and make the save? You know, if only we haven't seen him in months. It's weird. Where was where was Bobby Roode for this? Did I miss something? Well, Robert Roode got taken out last week. Remember, he was buried under the commentary table.
1: Oh, so they just kept him off.
0: Yeah, which also that's that's what people said. Maybe it was Bobby Roode or Robert Roode and there was no payoff there either. So
1: that that would have made sense. I I guess I didn't put enough thought uh, behind it.
0: Yeah, but see at the pay-per-view, this match, Baron Corbin versus Roman Reigns is a TLC match. There's no title. There's no contracts. Nothing's on the line. To me, it's a wasted TLC match.
1: Yeah, it should have been a dog food
0: match. No, it should just, I don't know. Like what the hell? I don't know. It's just a it's terribly built-up pay-per-view where it's What's the TLC matches? This. As of right now, it's just this.
1: Is there an actual TLC match? This. But outside of that, that's it.
0: This. Hmm. I don't know. It's not enough. Speaking of not enough, uh, how do you how do you like the way they reintroduced the fact that John Morrison's returning to the company?
1: I like it. I'm okay with it because it's putting, I feel like it's a necessity for backstage because first you had CM Punk and that got people talking about backstage and then he didn't appear for an episode or two. And then you needed something else to draw people to be like, oh, I guess backstage is worth watching because they announce stuff. They're breaking, breaking kayfabe and everything like that. So they announced John Morrison. I I like Uh, that aspect. I was annoyed with it, though. Because you'd rather have... Yeah, I'd rather
0: have that surprise. Be like, holy hell, it's John Morrison, like, out of nowhere.
1: Yeah, I, you know, I would have appreciated the surprise aspect as well. But I understand wanting to get people to watch backstage, too.
0: I also understand that we have not yet know... We do not know where he's going to end up, Ross Mack at NXT, but it's still... it, still Wait, was... it
1: could st- mm-hmm.
0: I don't know why they would
1: ruin that surprise. Well, it could still be – you're still going to be surprised when he appears because you don't know where – like you just said, you don't know where he could appear. So he could appear anywhere at any time, but you're going to know that he's going to be there at some point. So the surprise aspect,
0: it's killed, but it's still present. Speaking of killed, John Morrison is back 100% from the dead.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um... <laughs> Thank goodness he was able to uh, escape that explosion. Yeah. But,
0: yeah, good times. Uh, Yeah, so that was SmackDown. That was uh, some Outside the Ring uh, Jomo talk.
1: But, hey, Brandon, do you got any shout-outs?
0: Hey, old Kermit the Frog here, and you're listening to Brandon's Shout-outs. Yay! First shout-out goes to Song Quiz. Oh, good job. On the Amazon Echo. It's cool. Uh my mom, she got a, an Amazon Echo now that uh she's a grandmother. <laughs> <laughs> so she could uh just I guess see the, the grandkid. Okay. See my niece and uh who turns a month today. Oi. But it's cool because it's like I, I I'm pretty sure it's against like people around the world song quiz. I don't know if that like if it's just like a computer I'm playing mm-hmm. against or whatever, but um it's basically name that tune. Okay. And, and I guess I'm playing everybody with this device or something, but I, I've been crushing it. But this is, like, I mean, we've had so many games that are
1: similar. I mean, you and I Oh, yeah, to but it's just,
0: it's just, like, in general, though, like, to have this where I could just be, like, Alexa, play Song Quiz, and I'm here, I'm playing, like, name that tune. It's, like, right off the bat. That's cool. She, she started playing, I don't know how I got to it, but she ended up going to YouTube, and I didn't think this thing played YouTube videos. Mm-hmm. So I went typed in "cook with Brandon." I went and played an episode, and she stopped playing it. She went to the homepage by herself. She must have been like, "Oh, I'm done with this." <laughs> <laughs> but it was it was cool. But there's like so many things that you do on this device. It's like insane.
1: Hmm. Interesting.
0: And because it has a screen, it like you could sh- it shows you recipes and stuff. You could like cook along what is, with it. What is this? It's the Echo Show. Okay. It's it's like an iPad, just less mm-hmm. features, I guess. But it's just Amazon's product. Yeah, but there's also less features than an iPad. But mm-hmm. it's still just like the stuff that that it does, and it, like the other day, yesterday, I literally I was like, Alexa, play and, Spice Girls. No, I I said play because I forgot the title of the song that I wanted to hear, mm-hmm. and she goes, okay here's a playlist based on past recommendations or or past requests. Mm-hmm. And she starts playing lover by Taylor Swift. I was like, "What?" <laughs> you're like, all right, you know me way too well. And it's weird. She probably hears me right now. She's taking notes on you, dude. Like during Monday night raw, I was like, Alexa, do you hear me? And she goes, yes, I hear you. And she was on like, like she was way too far from me to hear me, <laughs> but she heard me. And it was like, Ugh. but uh, the next shout out is going to home alone. Ooh, I know why. Keep on going, roll with it. I think it's the best Christmas movie of all time.
1: And according to Z one hundred and some sort of a poll that took place, I don't know, by Z One Hundred or someone else the world <laughs> agrees with you.
0: That's is
1: that the reason why you
0: think that's getting a shout out? No, no, no. But also, uh the sequel is not it's not like ugh a sequel. It's it lives up and maybe even better than the original. Yeah, but, but once I, you hit once you hit the third, yeah, the third, the fourth, the fifth are not. uh Yeah, the, once, individually, once jo- individually, it. individually, those movies are okay, not anything close to what Home Alone one and two are. But uh recently, I watched the episode of the movies that made us on Netflix, and it kind of like blew my mind because the interior shots of the house were all filmed inside of a an abandoned school's gymnasium. Really? Yeah. Huh. Like you picture any sort of high school gym and that house was built in that area. Yeah. Then they were like, also towards the end, we needed uh we needed the basement to flood and how else would we uh how else did we decide to do that but do it in something that holds water? They did mm-hmm. it in the high school's pool. They that's they insane. constructed the the kitchen part where the and the basement with the steps leading up to the kitchen. That scene where the the basement floods, that's all inside of a gymnasium's pool, a high school gym, and it's like that's that's so weird. Because watching watching Home Alone, you won't even recognize that that's inside of a gym or a pool, and it's insane what like how sets in Hollywood works like that. Yeah, that's that's wild. Uh, WWE WrestleMania's legendary moments gets the last shout out. They aired it a few months ago when SmackDown was debuting on Fox, but I didn't re I didn't watch it, but they aired it again after NXT and I watched it and it was like a really nice recap of cool moments and WrestleMania. I was going to watch it, but I opted not to. It was nice. And it's like thinking back, like this decades about to end and everything. And I think the the coolest Mania moment that happened probably has to be like because you're not getting a bigger pop than that was the Hardy Boys returning at WrestleMania 33.
1: Yeah, that's, I mean, that's one of the best moments. Eas- I, I think so.
0: And it's yeah, it's it was it's a really cool uh, look back. It, they they included like the, the test of time, the, the the Hardys thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Now there's a a third Hardy boy too. Yeah, muscle tough to the uh, the Hardy family.
0: Yes, um, but those are my shout outs. Now it's time for. Ow. Ow. mark out moment of the week yeah uh do you have any i'm my mark
1: out moment is actually for a song uh not nothing to do with wrestling but i i'm i love the song symphony by clean bandit oh, You, you yeah. uh, like and every time that comes on the radio i'm like yes uh yeah, so I definitely mark out for songs at times, and right now I'm totally marking out for a symphony.
0: Mine's also you? a song-related thing. Oh, <laughs> hit me with it, hit me with it. But not really. I, well, yeah, kind of. For, for I don't know where, I forget. It was on two different shows, but I've heard the music that WWE used. I don't know if they used it all the time for bikini contests or whatever. I know they used it for the pose down between Tori Wilson, Stacey Keebler, and then, uh, well, they used it for them at versus Billy and Chuck. But, like, the down, 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 down. Does that ring a bell or no? Yeah, it does not ring a bell. Well, they, I heard that theme used in two different TV shows in the past week, and I thought it was funny. And I, I kind of marked out over that. Hey, there you go. Sometimes you just mark out over that
1: one song.
0: Yeah, but uh, it, no, not well not specifically the song, just hearing it, because, like, it's one of those tracks that, like, you know sometimes you'll hear like the hardy boys song in a commercial or uh hardcore hollies theme song yeah yeah that hap- like used to always happen with
1: tnn or spike for the hardies yeah hardies and hardcore holly yeah but yeah
0: very but cool yeah, that's the mark out moment of the week take us home
1: okay so thank you so much for tuning into the podcast this week we appreciate your support Go listen to us on MarkingOut.com, iTunes, Stitcher Radio, and Google Play. Check out all the past episodes. Give a comment. Give a rate. Five stars. Five stars. Five stars. I'm going to just say it three times because I'm not going to say it five times. Um, go follow us on Twitter at MarkingOut, at BTTG161, at ChrisSwingDog, at DaveTheRave underscore M-O. And no, I will not tweet you back. And also give us a like on Facebook. Buy our t-shirts, com slash MarkingOut. And send an email, MarkingOut1 at gmail.com. And watch the YouTube, YouTube.com slash MarkingOut11. And we wish you the Best luck in your future endeavors. Have a fan.